restaurants and a lot of mobile homes. It would be hard to tell that at one time this was considered the oddest town in America. The fire chief was Al Tamani the giant. The second deputy of police was a dwarf. The sideshow fat man was also the town's auto mechanic. And Gibsonton still boasts the only post office in the country with a special counter for midgets. If you want to understand how Gibsonton became the carnival capital of the U.S., the place to start would be the Giants Camp, a combination restaurant and bait and tackle shop. It's the first thing you see when you drive into town. Take care. See you tomorrow. The sign on the wall advertises sardines, frozen squid, and live shrimp. Over by the cash register is Jeannie Tamani, who runs the place. Don't help me or I'll fall down. When she's sitting behind the counter, Jeannie Tamani looks perfectly normal. A new customer walking in for bait and pepperoni sticks would have no idea that Jeannie spent most of her life working as a sideshow attraction. Jeannie Tomaney, the world's only living half-girl. That's all it is, there ain't no more. <laughs> Jeannie is two feet six inches high. She was born without legs. Jeannie was married to Al Tomaney the Giant, who stood eight feet four and a half inches. Together, they were billed on Carnival Midways as the world's strangest married couple. In 1936, the Tomanis began spending the off-season in Gibsonton. At that time, says Jeannie, there wasn't much here. Oh, it was just all swampland is all it was. The whole place had to be cleared, and some had to be filled, and it was a lot of work. But we moved down, and all of our gang that was on the show with us and everything moved down, sword swallower and a fat lady and a midget and and you know people sideshow people and then they spread the word to other friends of theirs and they all just decided they liked it i guess you could say we were tr attracted to each other because we all sort of stick together every winter the population of gibsonton would double as thousands of carnival workers came in off the road at the end of the season they came for the warm weather and the fishing, and especially they came because the town had voted in a unique zoning classification called residential show business, which basically meant that everything from concession stands to elephants could be kept in the front yard. But over the years, Gibsonton has slowly become less of a winter quarters and more of a retirement village. Well, Jeannie. Hello. Hello, good looking. What's cooking? <laughs> How are you, honey? When Melvin the Human Blockhead comes over to Jeannie's for a visit, the conversation always leads to two things, their health and the old days in the sideshow. And they found out it was real and they confiscated it. Who was it had that, uh, the famous uh, half and half out on the West Coast? Uh, well, you remember Esther Lester, Frida Fred? Frida Fred. Now, Esther Lester used to tickle the dumplings out of me. He's come, ladies and gentlemen, on this side I am the woman, on this side I am a man. <laughs> they trade stories about Grady the Lobster Boy and Priscilla the Monkey Girl. Melvin remembers the time he got Bill Dirks the Two-Faced Man, a date with Mildred the Alligator Woman. The two ended up getting married. And because I'm there, Melvin and Jeannie talk about how they first got into the business, show business they call it. Jeannie started before she could even spell her name. Her father was an alcoholic. He ran off and left the kids behind. And so three-year-old Jeannie became the family's breadwinner. No matter what you'd made back then, it was big money. And when you had a whole flock of kids like my mother did, big money sounded good. And I would do a little acrobatic routine. I don't do it anymore, don't ask me. And 
I go from Indiana, Ohio, Michigan, all around there, those little affairs. That's how I got started in it, when I was three. So many people say, oh, how horrible, how terrible. You know, I was three years old, and people came in, and being no legs, I about yay high, and they thought that was great, and they'd bring me dolls and candy and gifts. And one of the men that had a, a miniature pony used to come out after uh, we closed at night, and he would let me ride his pony. Well, that was heaven to me, <laughs> any kind of a horse. So I had no problem with it. I enjoyed it. Did you continue to enjoy it as, as the years went on? Yeah, I, I did. I did even when we were on the road. We used to look the people over and say, well, this one looks like a doctor, this one he must be a butcher, things like that. Because you had to keep yourself entertained. You couldn't just sit there all day long and stare into outer space. We had a lot of little...